Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. A woman with an active warrant and alleged to be carrying methamphetamine was arrested after she was reported trespassing at Oasis Elementary School. On Tuesday at 11.38 a.m., Oasis administrative staff alerted sheriff's deputies to a suspicious person attempting to enter the school, which is located on El Paseo Drive in 29 Palms. The school went into lockdown, and deputies arrived less than a minute after receiving the call. Deputies located the woman, identified as Vanna Hightower, a 34-year-old resident of 29 Palms, on foot near the school. Deputies report that Hightower had attempted to enter the school while using a false name and that she was found to have a warrant for her arrest for absconding from parole. She was also found to be in possession of suspected methamphetamine and drug paraphernalia. Vanna Hightower was arrested for investigation into trespassing on school grounds, possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and her parole warrant, and was booked into the Morongo Basin Jail without bail. The suspects in the elk fire that scorched over 400 acres of desert in the south end of Yucca Valley last year have set a trial date. Online news editor Robert Hayden joins us with the story. The two men suspected of starting the elk fire back in May of last year appeared in court on Tuesday for an early disposition hearing and had a trial date set for April 25th. Liam Stinson and Aaron McKeeman were both arrested last year shortly after reports of a brush fire starting near Elk Trail in Yucca Valley. The two suspects were reported by San Bernardino Sheriff's deputies to be driving away from the area in the Yucca Valley Hills where the fire started and were subsequently arrested after deputies discovered that the campers had ignited dry brush near their campsite, which quickly became out of control and eventually grew to 431 acres. The blaze moved quickly through dry brush and invasive grass towards the northern border of the national park, threatening about 10 structures. Quick work by Cal Fire and the National Park firefighters had the fire fully contained and extinguished within a few days with no structures lost. Both suspects aren't residents of the Morongo Basin and were 18 years old at the time of their arrest. They appeared in court in person on Tuesday to waive their right to a preliminary hearing. Z1077 will continue to report on the case as the trial date of April 25th approaches. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. As expected, last night's 29 Palm City Council meeting was densely packed as it began with a funding workshop and went on to feature two public hearings and five discussion topics over three hours. Reporter Heather Clisby was there. About 45 minutes prior to last night's 29 Palm City Council meeting, five local organizations presented formal requests for a share of Community Development Block Grant funds. Reach Out Morongo Basin, Milltree, Morongo Basin Unity Home, San Bernardino County Public Library Literacy Program, and 29 Palms Community Food Pantry all made requests, followed by the city's Parks and Recreation Department, who put forth their own request. The first of two public hearings revisited an appeal to halt a vacation home rental permit at 68467 Sullivan Road. The appeal had been previously denied by the Planning Commission and had won a delay by the Council in January. Despite pleas from those appealing the application, the Council voted to approve the VHR permit, with Councilmember Octavia Scott casting the lone nay vote. The bulk of the meeting focused on the updated mission statement of the Public Arts Advisory Committee. Chairperson Cindy Bernard made the case for a larger membership that might include up to seven art professionals from the wider Morongo Basin, citing concerns around ethnic diversity and variety of art mediums. But the council pushed back and nearly tabled the topic until Bernard made a plea for an immediate vote. 
Council voted to approve with the stipulation that the PAC mission statement be rewritten and that two council members sift through PAC applications along with Bernard. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. About two dozen folks showed up in person and remotely to last night's meeting and public hearing at the Joshua Basin Water District office. When it was done, the rate hikes were approved, but it wasn't what was expected. Reporter Mike Lipsitz explains. Last night was the final public outreach effort before the district's board decision on rate hikes. After more than three and a half hours of public comments and board discussion, directors settled on a plan no one expected. They approved the 75% rate increase model that has been on the table, but we use that as a rate ceiling and implement instead a 9% increase and dip into the district's reserves to make up the difference. The decision leaves the board the option to bring rate hikes up to the higher level without an additional Prop 218 notice. Should the district come up short. So effective March 1st, the new modest rates go into effect. Chromium 6 mitigation, pipeline replacement, and operating costs were cited for driving up the cost of bringing clean water to the residents of Joshua Tree. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. Thank you, Mike. Some 5,700 property owners were notified by mail and given the opportunity to oppose any increase by submitting valid written protest ballots. 81 protest ballots were turned into the water agency, far less than the 50% plus one needed to take the matter off the table altogether. There were snickerdoodles, scones, and plenty of smiles at the ribbon-cutting ceremony at Freedom Plaza yesterday morning when local leaders celebrated the official launch of the Culinary Arts and Management Program. Reporter Heather Clisby was there and brings us this report. Leaders from the City of 29 Palms, Copper Mountain College, and the Morongo Unified School District gathered Wednesday morning for an official ribbon-cutting ceremony to celebrate the Culinary Arts and Management Program at Freedom Plaza. The three entities had partnered to ensure that a state-of-the-art kitchen was part of Project Phoenix. The classroom kitchen is crucial to help prep local students seeking employment in the restaurant industry. Chef instructors Travis Royer, working with MUSD students, and Derek LaGuardia, working with CMC students, were on hand to answer questions. When Freedom Plaza officially opened last March, the nation was facing supply chain issues, which delayed the opening of the kitchen until recently. Though MUSD students have been enjoying the facility since last October, CMC students began using the kitchen just a few weeks ago. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. It's Thursday, and that means seniors can get double the deals at our local library thrift store. Library lover Robert Hayden rejoins us with the 411 on the buy one, get one. Thrifty Thursdays are buy one, get one free on all books for senior citizens at the Friends of Yucca Valley Bookstore, and the bargains extend to DVDs as well. You can suck up on these colder winter days with some hot deals, and all your purchases at the bookstore benefit the Yucca Valley Library, allowing them to purchase more books for their general collection, as well as fund special reading programs and other events from one of our community's oldest and most important civic institutions, the library. The bookstore is located right inside the Yucca Valley Library entrance on your left, and the cozy book nook is filled with all sorts of goodies at prices that are hard to pass up. And if you're looking to get a jump on spring cleaning, they also accept book and movie donations. You can see a link at this story at Z1077FM.com for donation details. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. The last few years have been tumultuous for the real estate market here in the Morongo Basin. An uptick in new residents, an influx of short-term rentals, and a bounce in commercial investments. Local realtors Jay Ovier and Jeff Poland will be the guests on the Z1077 Up Close Show with Gary Danielle tomorrow. 
The show runs from 10 to 11 a.m. and is also offered streaming and as a podcast. Call in live and tune in to find out about what the current state of the local real estate market is and what the future may hold. And finally, the Basin's newest improvisational theater group, the Rotating Players, are hosting the second of their monthly improv workshops on Saturday. Arts and Entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas says there is still time to get in on the fun. Theater 29's newly reformed improvisational theater program, The Rotating Players, will be hosting their February educational workshop on Saturday the 18th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Theater 29. With a capacity attendance at their inaugural workshop in January and their first overwhelmingly successful performance last Saturday evening, slots are filling up fast for this Saturday's class. However, there is still space available. Workshops are held the third Saturday of every month from 2 to 4 p.m. for a minimal $5 fee. Registration is open to the general public and previous experience is not required. Pre-registration is available at a link in this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is Arts and Entertainment Reporter, Charlie Thomas. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.